This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, Heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes... The one-hour phone-in show, all about stuff. Good afternoon. We are live, and our phone lines are open. If you have a rare or interesting item or a collection of stuff that you're curious about its value, you can call in right now and talk to an expert and get a real-time market valuation of it. Our number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, it's 1-866-740-4740. That's 1-866-740-4740. So whether you have gold, watches, coins, jewelry, or silver, fine china, figurines, sports cards, autographs, memorabilia, antiques like televisions, radios, or... VCR players, whatever you have lying around, old radios, antique toys, jewelries, anything that you have in your house. Maybe it's been sitting in the basement for 30, 40 years. Dust it off, call in the show, and get a real-time market assessment. In the studio, we have two people who have found fame and fortune dealing in other people's stuff, specifically identifying value that most people overlook. You know them from Storage Wars Canada, also A&E's Northern Treasures, and now they're on Netflix, as well as this show, Consignment Heroes, Paul Kenny and Bogart Kenny, good afternoon. Yeah, am I uh-huh. retired from being on all these shows? <laughs> yeah, Are you tired, Bogart? It must re- be nice to film it once and just keep reeling it in after well, network after network, eh? Bogart's so tired he can't shave anymore. That's funny. And see, people see us. If people are watching us, they can, they'll can they see that Bogart doesn't look. He's he's slimmer now than he was on the show. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. he's got a beard now. Yeah. And he's and he's blushing. But now, before we pick on people, you're a little grayer than that first episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could be a little grayer. But we had a <laughs> lot of fun. But people can see us on Netflix. I'm not saying if you have Netflix already, at least go check us out. And like I say, and see what we're all about a little bit. We're at, we have a lot of fun on the show. What is the name on Netflix? Still Storage Wars Canada, right? I think it's Storage Wars uh, Northern Exposure. Oh, I okay. mean, Northern Treasures. Northern Treasures. So the oh, A&E no. title is the one they went with. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Because it's shorter. Because they take two minutes out of that show because they get they sell more commercial time on the on the uh, A and E situation. Right. I okay. think you know I'm yeah, not yeah. I'm not a suit. I don't know what they're doing. Fair enough. What you was know. your week like? Oh, unbelievable week! We finally finished that house. We took three, four twenty. This is the doll house. Just so yeah. other people, was it two thousand weirdo dolls inside the place? Two thousand dolls, uh, thousand action figures. 15 sewing machines, uh, 20 barrels. We still haven't gotten it. We, we cleared it out. We did so that the house can be sold. We did what we were supposed to do. Swept clean. When they saw it when we were done, it was like their eyes were like saucers. Like, wow, yep. are we ever happy with this? 
you know, so. we should mention that one of the things you do is obviously estate sales for people, you know, maybe have lived in the house for 70 years and it has to be hitting the market. Some people go, oh, well, I'll pay them to remove all the debris or all yeah. the items for $5,000 with just dump trucks or call somebody like you, though, assess the, the products, see what's valuable, see what's not. Now you're descending on a house in Brampton. I, yeah. yeah. So this house here, it's similar, but it's the collectibles. It's got to be not a lot of nice collectibles. Then normally they were thinking about just putting everything in a truck and getting rid of it and just getting the house ready for sale. And I said, no, you actually have some value here and we can help you with this. Where other people would just say, oh, that's just tchotchke and just throw it out. And I said, no, the, this is actual, this is worth $300, this is worth $200, this is worth $500. Right. And these weren't people that were professional collectors. They just accrued things over their lifetime. Now they're downsizing no. and some of the stuff's worth a fortune, right? No, what this is, is grandma's. This is the great-grandma and the grandma, and people don't want to throw it out. It just accumulates that way. Mm. They didn't collect it. They, do not, they don't even know anything about the dollar. Not in it for the money at all sort of thing. No, yeah. and, and that's why they really need me because they don't know the difference between a $10 doll and a $500 doll. Mm. And, and, this is, and even the coins and stuff like that, would, that's where we need to, they need us. And they need Bogart to help like, lift the stuff and move it out of there type of thing. But it's like uh, second opinion. Uh, I wait a minute. I got it. Forgot about this story. This week, you know how I talk about second opinions. Yes. And you know how I talk about cups and saucers. Anyone who's ever heard this show knows you will say, "Always get a second, second opinion. opinion." Call me if you have to. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to call her Mildred. Okay. Not her real name. Mildred has a friend named Anne, and <laughs> Anne has a, names. You know. I'm not good with names, <laughs> but Anne has the story's really picking up. Okay. Forty cups and saucers. Okay. Yes. Mildred says, I have a friend who can come in. She, they're a professional cup and saucer buyer. They, she gets offered $10 and one cup and saucer, they offered her $20 for it. Okay? Luckily, Ann says, I want to get a second opinion. That second opinion happened to be me. Now, that cup and saucer for $20, now point out that she would have got 100% of that $20. Fair enough, yes. But we have it online right now. It's selling for approximately $708. In a bidding war. In a bid It's not yeah. even done yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, the cups and saucers, some other ones That's are... That's how rare it ended up being. Well, no, it's not... It, but, but the idea was a second opinion. Would you rather have 60% of $700 mm-hmm. or 100% of $20? Some of these people... I don't have my calculator with me. No. Okay. But a lot of people come in. Oh, I'm giving you cash now. and No, you have to sell it to me now. I'm never coming back. As soon as people say that, don't sell it to them. Get your second opinion. In this case here, these just cups and saucers. It's like it's gold. It's it's what I tell people every week, and I really want I'm, I want people to know about the flowers and the gold and Paragon and Ainsley. I, I say these names every week, and all you gotta do is look on the bottoms. You know, and we can help you. Know that the Zoomer mug does not have... I was just going to look at the label of the Zoomer mug. I can't read it. It says Made, made in, in China. China. <laughs> That's right. It does, yeah. When will this be valuable? thousand years? It's, it's valuable now. Oh, right. Yes. yes I mean, no, intrinsically. Yes. Intrinsically. No, but I'm, this second opinion is it, it rings through all the time. I'm trying to tell people that you've got stuff, especially if you don't know what it is. And, and, and some people are not as honest, you know. And because we do it on consignment... The more money they make, the more money we make. We're allowed to make money. But we were happy when, if this cup and saucer sells for $1,000, I'm going to be very happy for the client. Extremely. It must be beautiful. Tell me about this. Did, no, uh, it's not. John it's, Lennon drink from it? What's the story? No, with it? it's just a regular cup and saucer. I'll get more money for one cup and saucer than sometimes for a whole set of china. Yeah. 
Wow. But you got to know the right ones. And as soon as I saw it, I said, no, I knew it was going to be worth four or 500. But I want, I know we have listeners out there, and, and a lot of them have, in 1960, if you got married, you had a bridal shower, and they gave you cups and saucers. If you had a rich friend who picked out the right one, and they, they gave you the cups and saucers, and you, you've kept them in that closet, or in that um, curio cabinet, for the last 45 years. Yes. Okay? So... This is where, and you don't know about it, yes. but people are buying them. Yes. And there are people pull out their dolt and say, oh, this has got value, that's got value, this has got value. Says, and I'll go right here and I'll say, no, this has got value. Everything you got on that table is $200. This here is $800. And Very this good. Is where, and this is what we do. You yes. know, and some other people are just, they're looking to come in and disperse of all your stuff as fast as possible, in, out, you know, we're done, yes. give us our money, you know, that's not our style. Right. We actually try and get you more money. I like it. I like but, it. Although, oh, but many, many collectibles, not just cups and saucers. We no. do notice whatever we talk about in the first few minutes of the show, we get for the rest Sorry. of the show. Many, many other collectibles, including sports memorabilia, your old record player, radios, anything uh, you have from uh, but you know what was neat? military stuff. is. Oh, military stuff. Oh, my God. You wouldn't believe. I was watching videos this week about people that were watching, you know, like uh, like rations that would be in metal tins issued yeah. e- even in the Vietnam War. But World War Two and Canada made all sorts of like metal sealed containers of food. Some people have this stuff that, you know, was issued to them. They kept it as collectibles. This stuff sells for hundreds or thousands of dollars per unopened tin. Even when the tin is open, the contents inside might be like a couple pieces of bubble gum, uh, you know, Winston cigarettes with a four pack in it. And those items sell for in some cases hundreds of dollars on their own people are trying to recapture their childhood there's this great crazy guy sort of interrupt on youtube and he'll he'll eat like like meat rations from a hundred or you know from world war one or just after more than once oh my goodness because sometimes it'd be like it'll be beef concentrate so he'll boil it and eat it it's great i'll send you the link to this guy he's nuts but yeah he's like the mre guy like it's meal replacement stuff Hilarious. That'll, that'll put me on a diet. Would you eat that stuff, Bogart? I don't know, maybe. But like, uh, you know, Nestle chocolate bars that were issued for World War II, they're worth a fortune. But you do know that World War II was 45. Many, many, many years yes. ago. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I know but that. I'm saying those are collectibles. Those are, I mean, even my, uh, you know, my parents had a cottage, and when they bought it, there was an old, like, helmet and shovel and pack, and obviously somebody, it was a U.S. guy who had owned the property. So there yep. was, a, I think even now they still have, like, a, a, like 1944 rain suits that were issued, yep. and they come in little packs, and, you know, you never think of this stuff, but somebody is dying to have their hands on that. Well, that's what we do. We all take, we uh, distribute it. We buy from Toronto, and we sell to the world. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, you're talking about the unopened packs. In this collection I'm looking with uh, yesterday, they have the old action figures still in the box. Barbie from 1965. Yeah. Unopened in the box. You mentioned now, Barbie. We're going to get flooded with Barbie phone calls. No, no, dolls. Yeah. But, I, oh, what I do need, I, I'm i going to do say this early in the show because I forgot last week. I need staff. If anyone has got some grandkids or kids that are that can lift stuff and Strong are good with computers, yes, we are expanding. We are so busy right now. I am appealing to good-natured people, and I will pay. But we're up in North in uh, in Richmond Hill. Yeah, but I can also use people in Toronto. Right, and we have people that you can work from home. But I actually need people who can. Get out there and work with us. So what you're saying is people listening now, maybe parents, grandparents, there's no excuse to see their children or grandchildren sitting on the couch this summer. Yes. You can find them work. I can find them so work. They go, oh, well, grandma or mom, there's just this that's a tough job market. You go, no, 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 I'll call and you'll be busy. Yeah, no, no. You're the guy. We'll take their child and we'll give them back a better one. What's yes. It? Isn't there a commercial like that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it's for, though. Is it... <laughs> 
It's not fat camp. What is that? <laughs> no, yeah. no. It, you it's send us your child, we'll send you back a new one. I've heard that. Yeah, so that's I don't know how... if there are advertisers here, so if we know, don't mention it. Sorry, some housekeeping. Uh, your yeah. store is located at 10,341 Young Street. That's 10,341 Young Street in Richmond Hill, right on Young, north of Major McKenzie, and you guys are open regular working hours during the week. The store's phone number is 905-737-GOLD. That's 905-737-4653. You ready to take some calls here? Well, I want to just say, look what I've done with Bogart. If I can turn Bogart into a good kid, look what I can do with anyone else's kid. i got to tell you, that says a lot. I've started with you. I didn't come to you, okay? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, we'll take some calls. Piece of work. All right, good stuff. Our first call is going to be Raymond in Toronto. Raymond on line one. How are you? Hi, very well, thank you. You're live on Zuma Radio, and what do you have? Uh, a business associate of mine phoned me that he has a, uh, a watch from his great-grandfather who was in the Royal Air Force here in, in Canada, and the watch is a Rolex yep. Oyster. Okay, and about anywhere between six and $1,200 I seem to be going for, okay, because people uh-huh. still collect them. It doesn't have the, um, it's got the precision, and people will still buy it but it doesn't have that uh, Rolex look of what people are looking for today. The no, it, apparently the story goes when, when they were a pilot in the, the Air Force, once they were finished their duty and left the Air Force, they handed the watch back and they took a hammer to it. Really? Now, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what he tells me. That's what the story goes. So there might be even less. Maybe that's why the value, because the, the watch is not a whole lot to look at. No, it's not. It's a very insignificant-looking watch. But yeah. It has the luminous numerals on it. Mm-hmm. On the back of the wristwatch is the uh, Fixoflix uh, wristband, and there's a number in the back of the watch, 184513. Yeah. You know something? I just learned something today. Okay. No, about that. I didn't know that they destroyed them after then yeah, when you left. You had to do that. Them. They had to hand them back in again once they, they had left the Air Force. Weird. So this one was smuggled out or somehow survived. Well, that's the same with the Masonic uh, jewels and all the gold and stuff. They they want them to hand them back to your lodge, and a lot of people keep them because they're gold, and we get that a lot of the time. Yeah. What do you mean, like Masonic? Old... You know yeah, the yeah. medals and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, so the, anything you're supposed to give in and you don't, and you abscond with it, ends up usually being worth more money. Anything that they tell you to destroy, huh? People always collect that. All right, so the watch has got some value and a great story attached to it. Yeah. You're saying it's not really like something that sees, you'd have to know the history to appreciate the beauty of it. It's not going to, it's not going to, you're not going to be mouth agape going, what a beautiful watch. It's not that. Okay. Anywhere, actually, anywhere, even some I've seen sell as high as two and three thousand sometimes. Okay. Okay. Good stuff. Three thousand, you reckon? No, up to 3000 Up to three, yeah. Yeah, because... Depending on condition, I guess. Depending on condition and if there's a story behind it, okay? All right, thanks for the call. Uh, if you have a rare or interesting item or a collection of some stuff, or you're, you've got some old memorabilia or furniture or a record player or whatever it is, you think it might have some special value, before you throw it out or hand it off, why not find out what it's worth? In studio, we have Paul Kenny and Bogart Kenny, stars of Storage Wars Canada, and our phone lines are open here right now, 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, it's toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. That's 1-866-740-4740. Betty in North York is our next caller. Betty, good afternoon. Hi. Congratulations, Ben. Oh, yes. What for? I mean, many of... Many no, things no, are. no, no. Didn't, didn't you? 
aren't you now a papa? Oh, no. You're talking about on Friday. I didn't show up to work. It looks really bad now. It was a big okay. false alarm and back and forth to the hospital. It was a big freak out. Our first child. That's All what she's right. talking about. But no, now it just looks like I okay. took Friday off for fun. But no, we did. We were in the hospital. We thought it was all ha- coming, and then it all just stopped, and I'm still childless. Oh, that's okay. You know what? It's going to be so much more precious when it happens. I hope yes. so, because back and forth the hospital, it's not a party downtown Toronto, <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have some music sheets. Um, one is over there, George M. Cohan, yep. Mr. Yankee Doodle Dandy. Yep. Nine, uh, 1917, Avita Vera Lynn, 1949. Um, the other one was Gold Diggers of Broadway, Tiptoe Through the Tulips, 1929. Yep. I have a bunch of others, some that I... Uh, well, I have one, Guy Lombardo. I have some other ones. Some of them have nice covers on them. Some of them I never heard of. Okay. Now, sheet music will sell, but it generally sells between 3 to 5 $8, depending on what the image is. If it's Black Americana, that will sell for more. If it's a very famous movie star, or I mean singing star, it'll sell as well. But a lot of it, it's a lost art. We had a stack of 50 sheet music pieces, and we were trying to get $50 for it at Christie. Okay. How old were they? They were from the same time period. Uh, sheet music was, you got to remember, around 1900, before television and even before, when radio was just coming on, people were at home around the piano. A piano yeah. was a central part of the house. People had said were songs, and people learned to play piano. None of my kids took up piano, but before me, uh, that was something that was almost mandatory. Right. I would say 50% of the people had to learn how to play piano, and you needed sheet music for it. Yeah. Okay? And, and with the songs. But we had a stack this weekend. It was probably five feet high, and we didn't sell any as at Oh, my Christie. God, do you still have it? Yeah, I'll, I'll sell it to you. <laughs> no, <laughs> That's this... a rare thing on this show. Okay. <laughs> no, because I love that stuff, you know? Yeah, no, I'll sell it for uh, sheet music. Um, you in just, a lot... remember, Betty, you just I go quarter. for the throat. He's saying it's not moving. How about Betty just comes and takes it out of your life for nothing? No, I don't. Wait a minute. I do not donate to people who have more money than I do. This and is I Betty. Know Betty. Betty wished me well. I fight for her now. This is how it <laughs> okay, feels. Okay, okay. Betty said nice things about my family coming, uh, so. You know what I'll do? If you come by, I will, for sure, I will give you one of the pieces for free, for sure. Three pieces of her choice. <laughs> if you buy ten, I'll give you one for free. Okay. 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 Or if you get one for free, you have to buy ten. How's that? It's getting much worse. No, but it all depends on the graphics on it. Some people frame them, put them on the walls now. Yeah. Um, and this is where this is where it's different. I, I love love the old sheet music, but some people collect it depending on, uh, like I say, the movie it was in. You have one uh, with um, Judy Garland, something like that. Now, what difference on this? Actually, your old sheet music, because there was a lot more of it, and it's usually in bad shape, your new sheet music, say, of the Beatles, will go for more money wow. because it wasn't, there wasn't as many people buying it. Okay? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. It was less popular to have it on display. that's what I threw out. <laughs> and that's what you see now. Oh, that's no. why you need me. You kept the good. <laughs> yeah, you kept but you the bad stuff. You weren't around thirty years ago in my life. <laughs> I was around thirty years ago. I just didn't but know not you. In my life. No, no. <laughs> Timing is everything. Okay. Like when we get a piano, we'll always check the um, the, the stool. You sit the sitting stool, and usually there's sheet music in there. That's where a lot of people stored it. Okay. Just just because you mentioned a stool. Yep. Um, I have a my mother's old sewing machine singer. Okay. And it's a nice one with its own console, right? So metal know. base, hmm? metal, metal base or wood? Wood. 
Okay, wood, what they're doing right now is taking the metal bases, making them into tables, and they're mm. selling between $150 to $150. The wood ones, we're lucky to get $25. No. Okay, yes. I'm the expert here. No. Betty, it's still too soon. The market hasn't come around. Yeah, but no. that's like 50 years ago. Hang in there another 50, and it might double in value. Now, what does sell is you've got your Singer sewing machines that come in little black boxes. They weigh 22 pounds. They're called Singer Featherweights. They use them to make quilts, okay? They sell between $200 and $2,000. Wow. Okay? But the ones that, I remember back in 1945, everyone had a a Singer sewing machine in your house. If you could afford one, you made your own clothes and you repaired them because clothes and stuff was expensive. Yeah, it'd be like a microwave in the 80s. Everyone had one. This up because you mentioned a stool, and this is what brought it to mind because I remember seeing at another consignment place the exact same stool that I have that goes with this sewing machine, mm-hmm. just the stool itself, going for like $140. Some consignments places, if you go back two years later, sometimes it'll still be there. Mm-hmm. We actually believe in selling the stuff, and that's part of it. Yeah, okay? this is list price versus sale yeah. price. Yeah, this We call that the net, we call it, we have the buy it now price, and we have the never, never price. Okay? And sometimes, I don't know the stool what it looks like, but sometimes that'll happen. Some of the consignment places, to please you, they'll tell you, oh, I can get you 150 for this. You bring the item in, it never sells, and they just keep on they just keep on lowering the price to the price it actually should sell at. And charging you rent. And they charge you rent, okay? Mm-hmm. We're working on getting another kind of consignment store for Toronto, but uh, we just don't have enough time so far. Yeah, Betty needs staff, too. So if we you need have any staff. children or grandchildren that aren't We need busy. staff. We need Maybe smart staff. Maybe I'll come staff. and work with you because I want to learn all this stuff. It's not well, a bad s- investment. That would be quite an education, actually. <laughs> uh, you, sm- you sound smart enough already. Oh, no, you threw away that good stuff. Okay. <laughs> oh, you're going to punish her like that. Wow. Betty said nice things about <laughs> me. <laughs> Betty, thank you so much for the phone call. Thank, thank you. you. Take be- care. Bye-bye. Thank Bye. you. Thank you. Be nice to Betty when she comes in. I uh, will. Our next caller is Raj. Raj is calling from Mississauga. Raj, how are you? Yes, hi, how are you? I'm so glad I'm on air. Well, we love having you. What do you have? Okay, I have a, an autograph by Cassius Clay from, I think, the 60s. My father got it from him when he visited India. And okay. I know my wow. father's not lying. And it, it's autographed by Cassius Clay. It says Cassius, it's, not at Muhammad Ali. No, yeah, it'd be pre Muhammad Ali. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now that actually will help a lot. It has to be. Now, what's it on? It's on a it's on a, a piece of paper. Um, I, I kept it preserved very well. The paper is in you know good condition. Well, okay. Can you can you source that the paper came from India? Because that would yes. be the other side of the story, right? It's not just Cassius Clay era. It's Cassius Clay in India era. And yes. if the paper is undeniably from there yeah. and the autograph is authentic, now you have something big. Okay. And how much do you think this is worth? If I hmm. oh, it's going to be you're going to have Tricky. to get verified. Um, on photo, it's not on photo, but it's Cassius Clay. <sighs> it's not, though. It's thousand. Cassius Clay in India. It is different, in my opinion. You know something? The story on this, and this is why I remember I, every week I talk to people, it says, you've got your items that you want to hand down to your kids or you're going to sell. Copy down the story. The story on this might make this a much better piece, but I'm going to say a couple of thousand dollars. Oh, Just, because he, he went to Africa uh, for the rumble in the jungle. Yeah, thing, yeah. Uh, and then from there, he... He went to India, not for any fight, and then he was in a restaurant. My father saw him, 
my father went up to him. He took, you know, he, he took a piece of paper from the waiter and then he autographed it. I think there's also a date on it. And then that's it. He left. My father kept it all these years. And yeah. then he gave it to me as a, you know, the just one a plain piece did. of paper, nothing on it, like the name of the restaurant or anything like that. No, there's something on the back of the, you know, like he signed on the back of the, you know, the bill. Um, the, the, but that restaurant is probably long gone. It's in one corner of India. Yeah. No, there'd be enough of the story there. Yeah. Like the paper, the t- yeah. the way he signed his autograph will, will matter, obviously, because it changed over the times as he, you know, I'm gonna fell say, I'm going to say around $1,000 if we oh, get a wow. PSA. But you're going to have to sink, yeah, yeah. you're going to have to sink some money into this and, and get this thing authenticated. And, and everyone listening, if you have an autograph, you go, yeah. I'm pretty sure that this was signed by so-and-so. You have the ability to verify yeah. these things. Every now and then you fly a guy in from the States. Well, a friend of mine does, but I, I participate. Well, you yeah. piggyback, yeah. and by piggybacking, instead of just sending a way for one if you can get 10 or 20 done yeah. in a day or whatever it is you save a lot of money tell they, us about they, that process yeah, they are the experts like i say i don't know everything but i know people who know everything how's that okay how, how do i get it authenticated can you give me a start like uh, uh jsa um you can send away yourself or you can let it do it through us uh the people i would do jim spence authentication in the okay. united states is the people to use on this okay oh. Do not use, there are places up here in Canada, um, our, our Canadians are very honest, very nice, very thorough, <laughs> but we're not experts on that. Okay? okay. And if you, Here's the thing about the third-party uh, authentication, is that if you're going to sell it or keep it, somewhere down the line, someone's going to buy it. They want to know it's real. The third oh, yeah. party is like who says it's real. Even though your story's good, we need the third party. But it's not good if you got... Um, you know, Upper Boot Manitoba uh, authentication service to do it. You need <laughs> someone who's recognized around the world. Okay? And what is the name you said? Jim Spence? Jim Spence. J-S-A. If you punch in and just go online and go yeah. Jim Spence or J-S-A uh, uh, authentication, you should come up with a, uh, the place. And once they get it authenticated, then can I sell it through you? Well, yeah, but you could give it to me to get it authenticated, and then we can do that, too. It all depends what you want to do. Right, because you don't know where this is going to sell. I mean, normally you'd say for something like that, it's going to sell in the States. But yeah. because of its interesting tie to India, you never know. It might go yeah. to India. Uh, so you need, there's a lot of prejudice in authentication. You know, like people, if they're buying, buying from the States, be like, oh, really? Some guy in Winnipeg says it's legit. They're not going to trust it. So in this case, you need to choose the right authenticator that'll be recognized and respected in India, yeah. Canada, and in America. And how do I get in touch with you? I'm sorry, I missed the first part of the show. Okay, Okay. so the store's phone number is 905-737-4653. And it's located on Young Street in Richmond Hill. The actual address yeah. is 10341 Young Street. But the phone number to the store is 905-737-4653. You'll be getting a call from me very soon. <laughs> That'd be a cool item to have, man. Oh, no. He's, that's a world-class person. That is a world-class collectible. Yes. Cassius Clay, around the world, that's, that's a world-class piece. You're listening to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zoomer Radio, broadcasting from the beautiful Zoomer Plex. And if you have a rare, interesting item or a collection or a whole house full of stuff you need to get rid of and you're curious about its value and how to get rid of it, you can call right now for some free advice from two experts who have found fame and fortune dealing in other people's stuff. Our number here at the station is... 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. 
Southworks Antiques, one of Canada's best antique malls, just got better by moving to a better location. Across the Grand River in Cambridge at 73 Water Street proudly stands the new Southworks Antiques. 25,000 square feet of antiques and nostalgia with an intriguing history for sale by over 100 vendors. Visit southworksantiques.com for directions. Then park free and check it out. It's a new beginning for a lot of old stuff at Southworks Antiques in Cambridge. Open every day of the year. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Good afternoon and welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zuma Radio taking your calls about your stuff. You've got something valuable, you can call in right now, 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. The stars of the show are Paul Kenny and his son Bogart Kenny. You know them from Storage Wars Canada, A&E's Northern Treasures, now on Netflix, and of course here on Zuma Radio. And our next caller, by the way, is going to be Art in Durham. Art, how are you? Hello. Art, what's happening? Well, um... I really don't have nothing to sell, but I'd sure like to buy something. Perfect. Five years ago, when I was in the uh, one-room school uh, out in the country, uh, well, I'm still in the country, uh, on my uh, desk, and uh, actually I have uh, almost the exact same desk I was sitting in then, but uh, there was... Do you still fit in uh, it? Pardon? Do you still fit in it? Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) It depends uh, if I... uh, Wait no. after a meal, or if I wait two weeks after a meal. Okay, then, I would <laughs> guess so, yeah. But yeah. anyways, uh, there was this um, inkwell, yeah, and it was like a metal jacket with a little metal flip lid, and inside of it was a, a thick half-moon glass inkwell. Yeah. I've been into a lot of places, and nobody's ever heard of them and all that, and I wonder if you've ever heard of it. Do you ever oh, yeah. in there or what? No, when I went to school, we had that. We did that, that scene where you're... you're you know, the, the late girl in front of you has got the little pigtails, and you dip it in the inkwell? Absolutely. I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was... But do you ever come across one of those? Are you talking about one specifically that has a metal sleeve and a glass insert? No, I want one. Yeah. No, 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 but is it is that rare, or does that make it more rare to have a glass insert inside the... the I don't uh, know. That's, no, it... You're I, the expert. You tell me, like, uh, I, I've been to a lot of... It'll depend but on what manufacturer. Okay, and nobody's ever heard of them, and, and I want one to put in this desk of mine. Okay, now the desks usually sell between sixty-five and a hundred dollars. Yep, uh, the old school desk, depending on what kind of a base, usually the metal base, and yep. they nail them to the floor. Yep. Um, on this case here, uh, it'll all depend which inkwell. There used to be just a, a blue. I remember the blue and the round ones, and they had a little rib around the top so it didn't fall through, mm-hmm. and it had the bakelite top on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember the metal sleeve. Now that might have been from a certain manufacturer out in your area. Yeah, no, no. These here, these here were were metal inside. Well, they're they're uh, not solid metal. They they were like something like uh, almost like uh, something you would gather, gather your eggs in. But there was this metal yeah lid on top, and you lifted that up, and then you had and this glass was. Thick memory now, probably uh, maybe a quarter of an inch thick. I guess. Yeah, it had to be because we dropped a lot of them. Yeah, we were kids, you're, eh? You're right. 
Okay. No, you know what you're going to have to do, and I would. You might not get the metal sleeve. What you're going to get probably is going to be a the inkwell that'll fit in. It'll fit snug. And I would go around with dimensions, even have it on a piece of paper, so I you have can just one in my wallet. Okay. Okay. So you're this actually serious it. about He's I on it. The one that you're saying, the plastic one, not that. But yeah. uh, you know, I'm 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 from the old school. I want it. Real. I don't want imitation. No, nah, no. Nah, believe me, the, the Chinese are not manuf- remanufacturing those inkwells. But you're going to just have... I would. You should have gone to Christie. I'm willing to bet that someone at Christie would have had that there and all the parts they had well, there. Well, don't dash his hopes. Think Christie no. in August. Yeah. Think Christie... In September. August or September? September. September. Coming up. Okay. Yeah. Okay, right? One week after... Se- okay. September at Christie's. Yep. And where's Christie's at? Christie's the Christie. It's at one thousand uh, Dundas Street West, just outside of Hamilton. I'm now sorry. I'm more familiar with the place on the west side. There's another place you could go, and would be an excellent day off, is to go out to the Aberfoyle Antique Market. I've in, been there a couple, three times. Yeah. And you haven't found it there, eh? No. Interesting. Okay. All right. So APB out for an inkwell with the, what is the size? How how was a three inch opening? No, it's uh, only about two. Well, I would two. I would say. Uh, Oh, two and a half, and, and it was flat on the bottom. Yeah, the metal was flat on. The, I would say the, it was be about the size of uh, of uh, the old uh, Canadian dollar. Not not yeah. The okay, so like in three quarters sort around. of thing. Okay, well somebody's perfect- listening and they're going. I got one for a thousand dollars. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's, it'll probably cost you five dollars. That's a perfect segue to saying, I, this morning I bought two hundred silver dollars, and I sold them this morning. And really? I want people, yeah, I want people to know that right now you can get almost $11 per silver dollar for just the, the bad dates. 1948 is still worth five, $6,000, but your other years. Post-1967 standard yeah. sort of silver well, dollar stuff. And I know that we're on film. Somebody can see us if there's a podcast. <laughs> video, video. Video. We're on one of those things. <laughs> or YouTubes, right? We're one on YouTube. Okay, yeah. Okay, what is this? So those are proof silvers. Everyone talks about these. These are the four-part Olympic sets. You had two $5 coins in 1976 and two $10 coins. There's 4.32 ounces of silver in these. I'll show the camera. Yeah, he Which, did. He did. I'm did. watching. I'm watching the monitor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Like, good. Very no, but nice. I want to tell people they have Because people call in all the time. I have the special wooden case Olympic silver set. Yeah. So what is this worth? Uh, 4.32, about $80. A little bit more than 80 This is it? $80? This is a nice little piece. No, that's a but they made millions of I know, them. But it's leather bound wooden book is what it is. But no one destroyed them. Everyone kept them. The, the they kept like you know Franklin Mint those little coins and little car, coins of cars. Yeah, and, yeah, of course. And paintings. Those are only worth it for the silver. Okay. All right. Now these are nice little sets, but it's only the silver. It looks like it's worth more. I'm sorry. It'll, it, tomorrow this will be I'm not gone. disappointed. I'm just saying that I'm sure those will sell well at that price for yeah. sure, yeah. Well, no, but I want people not to sell these to some guy who says, oh, you got $10, $20, $30, and they give you $30 for Face them. value, gotcha. I want yeah. you to make sure. And silver dollars, the same thing, because these road shows will say, oh, we'll give you $30 for this. And that's wrong, okay? In the same way, the person paying $20 for an $700 cup and saucer, that's wrong. Okay, I hear okay you. Show the report. I'm not people. yelling at you, but I'm just... Uh, it feels like a dressing down, but that's good. It's dressing down for everybody. Get a second opinion. Yes. Anthony in Etobicoke is our next caller. Uh, good afternoon, guys. I really uh, really like the show. Thank you. <clears throat> what do you um, have? Guys, I have uh, um, ticket stubs uh, from sporting events from Uh-oh. the early 1970s. Okay. Paul's uh, One is the Daryl Sittler 10-goal... Nice. Ooh! Do you have the program <laughs> oh, no. with it? It's autographed. 
Oh, no, this is a nice item. Okay. <laughs> no, no. We found your buyer, Anthony. No, um, I'd have to check on this one because I haven't seen one in three, four years. I know. This and just screams also, personal collection for you. That's, yes. what, that, that's what I'm hearing. Yes, because you always talk about this era. No, but what they're called milestone uh, tickets. Like if you had uh, Gaylord Perry's 300th win, or you had Pete Rose's uh, 3,000th hit, or this game. And this is just a rip tip ticket stub. Just a rip yeah. ticket stub. Yep. Uh, if you had Tim Horton's last game, if you have people really, the game before will sell for $20, and this game will sell for $550. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. Okay? I'd have um, to check on this. Okay, go ahead. Do you have the, the program? The um, 1974 Canada versus the WHA. I have that one also. As I say, I, I, I've got uh, a lot of WHA stuff because I, I went to see uh, a, a number of games uh, mm-hmm. with Bobby Hall and Gordie Howe, Houston Arrows, uh, Winnipeg Jets, um, Argonaut, t- um, Blue Jays uh, stubs. Okay, I'd be um, interested for concert, sure. I have a concert, um, concert stubs also. Oh, which which ones? Sorry, which well, I have Rolling Stones from uh, 1964, 65. I think. Wow. Oh, okay. Their first tour, if I'm not mistaken. Now, this is a crazy question. Do you have any of the posters? You got all the stubs. Did you happen no, on your no, way out of this place rip off not. the poster? No, I don't. I, I know that they're highly coveted now, especially uh, the Fillmore East or Fillmore West stuff. Oh no, the stuff in Canada is even better. Oh, uh, is, is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Zeppelin. Well, they have such a huge history here. People playing uh, Jimi Hendrix at the O'Keefe Center, yep, Led yep, Zeppelin, yep. Um, the people who have different played these bands who played here. Because back then, no one kept it. And we were a smaller market back then. Yeah. Okay. The Janice Job, remember that train tour? She, yep, when they went yep, across the, Canada? Uh, Festival Express. Yeah. Yep. Those posters were between six and $800. No okay. kidding. It, and they were giving those away. I remember I grew up here in Etobicoke, and, and if they were in the window of Sam's, in the local plaza, you just have to, had to ask him to say, uh, when, the, when the concert's over. Can I have that? Can I, can I have the Sure, come by. But you didn't do that, did you? I didn't. I didn't. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the you had the ticket stubs, and you always yeah. say that those are sort of, they were a hidden value. People kept them for nostalgic reasons, now you they're know, worth a lot of money. Well, sorry, you're going to have to give me a call at my shop tomorrow to get the actual price on this, the 10 sure. game, because that is probably one of the, te- besides the 67, uh, Stanley Cup winning ticket stub. Yep. It is probably a top 10 Toronto Maple Leaf base, uh, hockey ticket stub to have. Oh, it might even right? be in the top five. No kidding. Okay. Of people wanting stubs, yes. I mean, uh, we're talking about uh, uh, Tim Horton's last game. Uh, we have I've got a uh, Gila Fleur one uh, uh, when he scored 101 points. That's from the, Montre- the old Montreal Forum. Yeah, that's 100. Yeah, that, but that's kind of it's been eclipsed. Yeah. That record keeps on getting eclipsed. If you had uh, uh, Sittler's 50th goal or uh, something like that, yeah. No, your ticket there is a really, really good ticket, and you've got the other ones. I'd love to talk to you during the week. Um, I'll, I'll and give you the that. right price on it because something like this, I don't want to say it's five hundred ends up being fifteen hundred. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and the other the other side of everything that you have a rare collectible, you sort of that's the record set for pricing where it was. It could easily have climbed. Yeah. Or gone down, but also you can set a new record for these items all the time. Uh, yeah. the, the other um, the other thing uh, the other question I have uh, uh, very quick, uh, I have um, four fifty dollar bills of the musical ride in mint condition. Slow down. What is oh, this? That, oh, that's where all the Mounties are in the circle. Yeah. They, they, they shot each other. 
Yeah. That's a nine. Uh, yeah. They. It's around seventy five dollars. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. Too soon. Now this week though we sold a nineteen thirty five fifty dollar bill for I think forty six hundred dollars. Oh wow! What was this? And it was not in great shape. It was in good shape. Help me out with this because it was in nineteen thirty five. Um, they were only issued for two years because in thirty seven there was the other king. So in thirty five, uh, fifty dollars was a lot of money. Yeah, that's like a thousand so dollar bill today. Bill. Yeah, and yeah, no one's going to save it. Right. You know, there's oh, there's less than there's about a hundred of them known. And yeah. we sold one. Well, and since almost the beginning of the show, we've been asking for a call in if you have a five hundred dollar bill because they're yeah. extraordinarily rare. And yeah. many times they go for a lot of money. Hundred thousand. Yeah. But some people hundred thousand is not a lot of money. <clears throat> so I don't even get off the couch for two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I go to the base. Like I say, people have stuff. You know, there are card sets. This gentleman's talking about the ticket stubs. There are card sets worth half a million dollars. A stack of cards less than two inches tall can be worth a half a million dollars and immediately saleable. People are looking for the Picassos and Renoirs and some other really obscure things they know they don't have, but they might have a half a million dollar comic book in their basement. They might have a half a million dollar card set in their basement or something that Grandpa handed down. Okay, we got just, everyone excited. Okay. Let's find out what okay, Noreen sorry. in Brampton has. Okay. Noreen, how are you? Hi. All this talk of half a million, what do you got? Uh, oh, I have um, Toronto Telegram newspapers from the 60s, first landing on the moon, and various other historical events throughout my lifetime. Okay, uh, so newspaper clippings. Newspa- newspapers as... Uh, I, saved the whole, I saved the whole newspaper from when the first man landed on the moon in the 60s. Five dollars. Five dollars. Sorry. And they recreate yeah. those, too. Yeah, and, they, and what happens is that... A lobbyist saved them. They're bulky, they're, and they go yellow, and they just don't look pretty after a while. Okay? Right. And, uh, but the lunar landing, I mean, oh, lunar you land- go to your local Kelsey's, they'll have one on the wall, right? Not, not, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not bashing Kelsey's. I'm just saying that, you know, it's just wackadoo stuff that a lot yeah. of uh, chain yeah. restaurants use, stuff like that. Okay. Sorry about that, but maybe it's there's other worth, stuff. If in you, fairness, you... I'm keeping it for my grandchildren. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> We, uh, you have mentioned, though, that it is smarter for those old newspaper clippings to keep the entire paper because you say, you know, everyone kept the front page lunar landing, but there was, you know, depending on where we were, maybe an obscure comic strip writer yep. or something like that or a weirdo column, that, and sometimes those things become more popular. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you never know. But people get offended when you tear apart everything else and you take one little strip out. But even valued at $5, that's more than she would have paid for the newspaper. So she's still in the money, Right. You are so positive. I have to you be. Are... I have to be. We went from half a million dollars to five dollars. Uh, okay. Our next caller is going to be uh, Julie in North York. She's on line four. Julie, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? Pretty good. Yes, you know, my daughter was uh, working for a company oh, a long time ago when Tom Cruise um, did his Top Gun uh, movie. Yeah. And she was presented with a Tom, Tom Cruise jacket with the white collar. Now, sign. Wait, wait, what? A Tom Cruise jacket with a white collar? Well, the Tom Cruise jacket that he filmed in. Oh. Like Whoa. He, he you mean a movie even... caliber? When did he have a white collar jacket? I don't know which one. He that was an is. officer. You know, oh, when he so was, it's not his flight uh, suit or anything the like plane, that. Tom Cruise making the Tom Tom Top Gun with yeah, Kelly yeah. Gillis. Yeah. Well, anyway, Val Kilmer. She was given one of those jackets, and it's just here, and nobody uses it. And I wonder if it's worth anything. Yes, if now. If this is the one you're saying that he sang uh, You Lost That Love and Feeling It, then in the bar is. But when he picks up the no, character. No, 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 honey. It's Tom Cruise when he made the 
film uh, Top Gun. Top right, Gun. but we're saying if he had the white jacket on, it would have been the scene where he sings You've Lost That Love and Feeling. I don't know what it is, honey, but... It's now, do you, have any ver- do you have a letter from the studio, or what providence do you have to go with it? I I have nothing. She was just give it to give it to uh, she was give it give it to her when she worked for this company, and they gave her this jacket. Okay, now Weird. Okay. if we can photo match it, sometimes in this case we might be able to sell it as if it's Tom Cruise's. There are a lot of Tom Cruise fans over there out there, and they will buy this as anything from movies or anything from uh, like old hockey sweaters. Like if you have a hockey sweater, it can be worth fifty thousand dollars. Tom Cruise jacket. I would imagine if it could be Tom Cruise's, it would probably go for fifteen hundred. So hard though, and that's not the jacket that really like. It's not even the flight suit jacket that really made fashion. It was. I was a kid at the time. Top Gun yeah. was huge, and I remember trying to convince my mom to buy me. It was like brown leather with like almost like a yep. like a woolly neck thing, and they made knockoffs. They'd sell them at like Zellers. Do you know it, what I'm talking about? Oh, I know, but not a flight suit jacket, but the no. one he wore when he's racing on that the motorcycle, the interceptor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the jacket that you could buy everywhere. That was like a fashion craze. The white jacket, if, if it's what she's talking about. If it's from the movie, we can prove it if from it's the legit, movie. Yeah, and you might go up to Tom Cruise just ask if he wore it, and if, and if it happened to be the only one, there might be some. 2018, ta- you you get it DNA tested. There'll be That's tags inside. There might be sizing. There might be wear marks. There might be even a scratch or a mark on it that you can photo match from the movie. If yeah. you can do that, I mean, yeah, that's that true. It does. They it do takes do work. That, yeah. It's like the guys who authenticate the autographs. We do that kind of work. Yeah, but I think it might be fifteen hundred dollars if it was authentic. Knows, yeah. If we can prove it. Okay. Well, We'll take more of your calls when we return. We are live. This is Zoomer Radio's Consignment Heroes. And if you have a rare or interesting item, we'd love to hear from you. 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. Hi, Paul Kenny here, Consignment Hero. Boxes are truly amazing things. They come in all shapes and sizes, and they do a remarkable job of storing your stuff. And the folks at Mississauga Cartons know how important it is to find the right box. For over 35 years, they've provided thousands of satisfied customers with a wide range of packaging, boxes, and shipping materials. I use them. So should you. Mississauga Cartons. Check them out at mississaugacartons.com and be a hero like me. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Back, we're live. It's Consignment Heroes in studio with Paul Kenny and his son Bogar Kenny. You know them from Storage Wars Canada. You know the deal by now. Our number four one six three six zero zero seven forty. We've got a call from Buffalo. Okay, guy, I was in Buffalo yesterday. Were you really? I was at I was at military and uh, is at Bank of America on military. Maybe uh, you cut Dan maybe, off. No, maybe he's Falls. mad at you. Maybe yeah, he's, yeah. maybe you bumped his car. Okay. Dan, how can I help Dan? You? Welcome yeah. to the show. Thank you very much. Did you see Paul there yesterday? Is this a gripe or is it just a natural call here? Well, if I, I'm not the one that hit his car. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. What do you got, man? No, you, got a, you got a great show. I've got a, a list of things that I just made while I'm waiting, uh, so I'm not going to go over everything, but I've got a house full of stuff, and I'm wondering if there's anyone in the Buffalo area yeah. to get to that 
won't have an estate sale in the house. I don't want people walking through the house. I've got a double there. Yeah. But I would like to get rid of it. Do I box it all up first? No, no, no. no oh, at, what do I do? Okay, no, no. Just a normal advice here is uh, we take a look. We can take go take a look. What's box like before you box anything? Because how can I come to your house and then and we just have to unbox everything? I'd rather see it right. first and say this goes here. Like I was at a house yesterday. This is going to go here. This will go here. This will go here. We'll take this right now. This will be. We're going to dispose of this. But that'll be the route that we go on. That I've got someone, or I can come down there because I go to Buffalo but once every two to three weeks. If you leave right. your number with Sebastian at the front sure. here, and we're just going to put you on hold, and Sebastian will give you a number, and one of us will come by and take a look and give you some advice of what to do. How's that? Okay, that, Okay. very good. Now, the quick question is this. Since I have so much, do I take the furniture and get it into the garage first so I actually have room to display this stuff? No, no, no. Okay, I've been everywhere. We've been everywhere. Don't do anything because you don't want to have to undo it. And don't clean anything. Don't clean anything. Don't worry about that. We will say, yes, we can do this, this, this. This is what's worth spending time on. You don't want to, I've had people who spend eight hours putting a list together that says, well, you just spend eight hours making a list of $30 worth of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want you to do that. Our idea is to make you more money but and also for you to spend less time and less grief on it. Okay? All right. So, now, I've partied... I partied with Steppenwolf, the rock band from your oh, area. I was just going to say uh, what makes John Kay. I got wow. pictures, autographs. John Kay. I've got uh, uh, a Mickey Mantle glove box. I have the glove, which is in all right condition, but the box is actually in excellent shape from the 60s. Things like that that are just sitting around. Yeah. I don't know what to do with I know cardboard boxes are worth money. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. No, we course. can help you on that for sure. Like I say, leave your number, Sebastian. We'll talk off the air tomorrow or the next day, and we'll work out something from there. And if I yeah. can't help you, I'll put you in charge, touch with somebody who can help you. Okay? Yeah, one more thing. I've yep. got clothing, a silk kimono, a full length, teal with orange dragons, mom, 1945. But what, uh, from, from where? From Woolworths or from? That would be World War Two. Oh, okay. Wow. If okay. it's from Japan, if it's Imperial Palace stuff goes for huge, yeah, yeah, yeah. huge yeah. money, like thirty grand, forty yeah. grand. Yeah. But it has to have the right province. I'd have to see that type of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we I can help. Yeah, I've got loads of stuff here, but I want to deal with someone locally so I can actually shake their hand and we can talk about it. Yeah, no, no, we can walk in. In fairness, Buffalo's not that far. You travel north, east, and west, yeah. all farther distances than this guy in Buffalo. Yeah. So, I mean, I, mean, if you, I mean, there's a border involved, but it's not that far. No, no, I can take care of this. Or, like I say, we can point you in the right direction. Part of what we do, we don't have to buy everything. We don't have to consign everything. We give advice. Now, I sometimes, if the first half hour is free, and after that I charge for some advice, but I tell you in advance what I'm charging. Or we take the stuff. You know what I mean? Our our whole yeah. thing is not just taking it. We we tell you we get, we advise people or okay? buy the stuff would be or buy it. We yeah. advise or buy. Okay. Mm-hmm. So all right, we haven't had any unhappy customers yet or clients yet. Okay. Sure. All Thank right. Well, good stuff. Much. So Dan, stay on the line. The show's producer Sebastian Hearn is going to take your information and then we'll get you guys to connect after the show. In the meantime, we're going to say hello to oh, it's an epidemic. Edith, who's calling from New York State as well. Edith, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, 
I went to a garage sale, and I was attracted to these saucers. There was no cup with it, but they were pretty saucers. And there was three of each pattern, and I look on the back, and they're marked Ainsley. Okay. Well, then Edith is very bright. So I figure Ainsley, (laughs) that sounds good. The one is uh, marked um, Forget-Me-Not. Okay, if they've got patterns on them, they're generally part of the Ainsley sets. The ones we're looking for are more the giftware ones. They'll be all... Now, not saying without seeing, but we want to see lots of flowers. You know we're in the in the bowl, right in the center? There should be lots of flowers. There should be lots of gold around the edge and one big color like a blue, a turquoise, a red, um, that kind, and lots of gold. I They're see. still worth probably between 5 and $35 because someone has busted a cup and a busted a saucer and they're looking to make theirs get them make so you're saying her best avenue is to sell them as replacements for somebody yeah. who already has a complete set yeah so wait wait edith what did you uh pay for these items oh probably nothing much <laughs> there you but go the other one that's marked pembroke is beautiful as a bird yeah pembroke's a good pattern bird but it's a pattern flowers on it it's just beautiful but there's only like a little gold trim on the edge yeah pembroke is not i know the pattern pembroke was made for about 80 years uh, it's oh. made for a long period of time. Uh, the sauce is worth about a dollar in this case. Okay, we're looking for the ones that are big, lots of colors. One you can almost see from outer space. How's that? Okay, good okay. to know. Good to know. Uh, our next caller is James in Coburg. James is waiting patiently on line four. James in Coburg, you are live on Zoomer Radio. How are you? Hey, good. How are you doing? Pretty good. And what do you have? Well, I have a uh, couple things. I have... Uh, from the early 80s, it's uh, or the Blue Jay and Expo set of posters that came in uh, Opeachy cards. Okay. And 1983. They folded up right into the cards. Yep, yep. And I didn't know whether they were worth anything. $4 a set. Okay. <laughs> and I also have a small pennant with a button from the early 50s with Mickey Mantle on it. Ah, different yeah. point. Okay. Yes. It's got a button on. How big is the pennant? Uh, is it the 8-inch uh, one or 20? Two inches. Not two, very big. Two inches? inches. How, now, is that how big the button is or how big the pennant is? Oh, the button's uh, maybe a little bigger than a toonie or around that. Okay. Now, inside, it gotta make, I hope it's not just plain. Hopefully, it's made by a certain company. But those pennants and buttons are generally, if it's 50s, we can tell... It'd be 1954, 55, or 56. Generally about 100 to $150 if it, what I think it is. I okay. actually, you're going to have to go and look at, get the piece and yeah, take I the button off the pendant, and inside there'll be a maker's manufacturer's mark on it. Yeah. And, but it's a nice item, very saleable. Okay. Mickey Mantle, always yeah. saleable. All right. Okay, James, thank you for your phone call. Helen in Toronto will be our last thank call, you. and we're in hurry-up format. Helen, sorry to pressure you. But I know. we got to wrap it up. i the talking. How do you do, Ben? Pretty good. Okay. Uh, I have a 1962 Mattel Charming Chatty Talking Doll with five chatty records. She says 120 things. Her left side inserts the record, <laughs> and she has a pull string at the back. How much is it worth? Wow. Okay. That's awfully specific. Yeah, that's well, that's what you wanted. I only have no, 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 no. You, you are a great Consignment Heroes listener. Unfortunately, we're probably out of time. We probably tell you to the penny. What kind of condition is it in? Ah, uh, very good condition. I haven't used it. <laughs> it's still in the box. Whoa! Oh, the box we're talking about a hundred dollars, hundred fifty. I have another. I have a collection of 
porcelain and bisque dolls I just about to buy as well. Mm-hmm. We'll talk more about dolls next week. How's that? All right. Thank you. Alan, sorry to cut you short. Any final thoughts? We didn't get to talk about gold and silver or any of that stuff. And, no, we got to and nothing. I need, yeah. I need help. I need help. Bogarts, I'm wearing them out. All right, thank you so much. And, of course, the store is located at 10,341 Young Street in Richmond Hill. You can call the store 905-737-GOLD. Special thanks to show producer Sebastian Hearn. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.